Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. So today we're asking the question, who is at fault? So one thing I know is that our primary caregivers, uh, so that tends to be our parents, uh, grandparents, our family, our our initial teachers, uh, our primary caregivers taught us what is acceptable and what is not. Now, that's a normal part of human living. Uh, We need to know that, right? Uh, We need to know things like, hey, that fire is hot. You probably don't want to touch that, right? These are things that keep us safe and secure and help us to be successful. However, not all of those messages have been positive or actually can go with us into our successful adulthood. That's a good way of putting it. Uh, So, for example... Uh, My primary caregivers in my life taught me that it's not acceptable to speak if you're a child, if an adult is around. Uh, They just had that belief that uh, if adults were there and talking, that children should not be, right? So think about that, you know, what what kind of messages that sends a child, right? Um, I I know for one, my... my, uh, husband actually was taught, um, you know, that, that your family is always number one, right? No matter what, even over you. And that makes it difficult sometimes, right? So if you feel like that is the case, then you'll never put yourself or anyone else in that number one slot. Okay. Now my kids, I am sure I have screwed them up in some way. Okay. (laughs) I say that lightheartedly. I will say this, though, that every single one of them, all three of them, when they were born, one of the very first things I said to them was, we're going to do our very best, and I promise I'll pay your therapy bills later if you want me to. Uh, (laughs) Knowing that, hey, I'm going to do my best, and I know that I'm not going to get it right. Okay? I'm going to, you know, do my best, you're going to do your best, and we're going to figure it out together. However, I did want to, from a very early age, have this sense of independence built in my kids. Um, More, I had a sense of independence built into me, but it was more like uh, you're on your own with no guidance or support. I didn't want that for my kids. I wanted them to have independence while I was there to support them. And so over time, when the kids were really, really little, one of my favorite questions has always been, what's your plan? Um, so instead of, uh, looking at them and saying, oh, you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have done that shame and guilt. I, I would just look and say, okay, yeah, you spilled that thing or you threw that snake in the toilet or whatever it was. Uh, what's your plan to fix it? Right. We're not going to sit here and talk about why you shouldn't have done that. Uh, Nope. Let's move forward. What are you going to do? Right. So these primary caregivers, they teach you what to take responsibility for and, what to deny. Okay. That's really important for us to, to figure out because lots of times, you know, when we ask the question, who's at fault, right? If something happens at work, something goes wrong, whose fault is it? If something goes wrong in a relationship, whose fault is it? Right? That's a human question to ask. Your primary caregivers have answered that question for you. And until you decide what the answer is for yourself, their answer is going to always be the answer, okay? And it can cause this sense of victimhood, 
right? Um, you know, that, that this other person hurt me when in reality, that other person said or did something, but you have the responsibility of whether you're going to take that hurt on or not. Okay. Um, we can also kind of get into this, who's the matter with me today game. Um, so going out and, and kind of looking to be offended or complaining about things that are happening, right? And complaining really is just, uh, when someone says, basically what, what they're saying when they're complaining is this thing, I don't like it and I don't feel like I can change it. Okay. So it, it's kind of like, um, uh, you know, an unconscious admitting that I don't have tools or resources, or I'm just not plugged into those to do something about this. Um, you know, the, the idea of what's your plan, uh, is, is very helpful because it puts it on you. Right. Um, so I want my children to know, Hey, you spilled the water. Uh, I didn't. So what's your plan? Uh, it's not my water to, to pick up. It's your water to pick up. What's your plan, right? That is um, in direct comparison to this idea of not me, right? Um, I, I have worked with and and just served with people before who were not me people. Like, that's not my job. I don't have to do that. Um, oh, someone else will pick up after me, Right. So all of these messages that our primary caregivers have given us, uh, they, there's a, a subtle underlying subconscious message that goes with it. So for example, if you do blank, you're a good kid or a good person. If you do blank, you're bad, right? So that kind of puts us in this, uh, I have to figure out what the right thing is to do. And I have to go and perform because I have, that's how I get my sense of worth or my sense of self image comes from that. Right. Or this, this idea of, you know, uh, who is control in control and who is not. So sometimes you are in control, but sometimes you are not right. Sometimes an adult is in control and sometimes you are not when in reality we are all sovereign individual human beings and we're all in control. Um, but it can cause us to, to, in our adult lives, feel like a victim, like, oh, this is all on my boss, but yet I have radical responsibility for my own thoughts, actions, and feelings. So, so it kind of puts you in this state of disequilibrium where you feel like there's, um, not a solid identification of your awesomeness, right? You lose that. And, you know, sometimes you're you and sometimes you're not, and, and sometimes you're in control and sometimes you're not, you know, how does that feel to you? How does that feel to you where sometimes you, you know, you're the boss and sometimes, you know, you're not. Well, I can tell you that, that with my clients, there are usually three ways that it shows up. Okay. So the first way is usually in, um, I would say a depression. So this is really where you feel like, um, there's a loss of energy. And in particular, I hear this all the time with people when they're talking about their health or their career or their relationships, that they feel almost like pulled in two different directions, right? So like, yes, I'm, I'm making choices, good choices at the, the grocery store and then I go to work and they have birthday cake for the third day in a row, 
<laughs> right? Um, so they feel this sense of like, my energy is being depleted. Um, and because of that, they, they have this kind of depression because they don't realize how awesome they are and how much power they truly have. And then the second way that they feel is I'm going to label this. Don't, don't take it, you know, like I'm calling anybody crazy, but a sense of paranoia. Okay. In more, um, when it comes to drama, so noticing other people's drama, but also being a part of drama, uh, they, they don't even realize that they're doing it. They don't realize that maybe they're gossiping or they're, they're causing issues. Um, or maybe, uh, another way to look at it is they're making stuff up, right? So they come on a call and they're like, oh, this is what's going on. And they've got a backstory for each person in that scenario and what they think is happening or they're making stuff up. They're looking to be offended, right? There's always someone else to blame. There's always someone to blame for why they can't have what they want to have. Okay. And then the third way is that they, they have a sense of uh, being alienated or alone or just disconnected right? Have you ever felt that way? Like, um, over there are all the awesome people, but that's not me. Um, no one really wants me or what I have to bring to the table. Um, I know I've experienced this in the past where there's been groups of people that you look at them and you're like, wow, okay. They're all over there. They're all awesome, wonderful, amazing people. And you're like, ah, oh, do I fit there? you know, and, and then I've realized, actually, I don't, and that's okay. Uh, it's okay to not fit into that group because their values are not aligned with mine. Uh, and I'll just create a group where I can include other people, right? So it can feel really off to have this sense of like, am I in charge? Am I not in charge? Uh, is there somebody to blame here other than myself? Like what's going on? Right. And am I worthy? Am I not worthy? But what if everything is acceptable? What if there is no right or wrong? What if everything is neutral? And what if everything is under your control? Now, I fully realize that there are people listening to this right now that your mind is about to blow up. Okay, I totally get that because you're like, no, 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 no. that can't possibly be true. But what if it was? Okay. What if you could just acknowledge and accept where you are with love and compassion for yourself right now? So rather than blame, shame, and judge, just say, I am doing the very best I can at this human thing. What if you, instead of saying, you know, who, who's the matter with me today? What's going on? You know, who's at fault today? What if you said, huh, okay, I'm noticing this thing right now. Uh, where do I want to go instead? Right? So I just had this wonky interaction with this coworker at work. What do I want instead? Okay. And what about making a change? Because you can you know, you're not a tree. If you if get up and move, right? You don't have roots in the, in the ground. You can get up and move. You can always make a change. I know that if you accept yourself where you are, if you ask yourself where you want to go instead and you make a change in that direction, I know for a fact 
that you're going to have more energy, you're going to feel more peaceful, and you're going to feel more connected to yourself and to other people. Okay. All right. So I'm going to quickly explain to you an activity if you'd like to kind of enter into this and play with these ideas. Okay. So the first activity, there's, there's two, they're kind of very similar. So if you've got two sheets of paper, it would be great. Um, for each sheet of paper, you're going to have two columns. Okay. So the first sheet of paper on the one column is, uh, what is, is okay or acceptable in my life. Right. So really think about anything that is, um, uh, okay and acceptable that, that you say, yep, this is good right? And what do other people in your life say is acceptable? And on the other column of that is what is not acceptable. Now, some, some clients, when we do this activity, they find it easier to write on the what's not acceptable column first, and then, you know, go over into the other column. Okay. And then the second sheet of paper, again, two columns, writing down what's in my control. And then the second column, what is not in my control? So what do other people in my life have control over? I was having a conversation with someone the other day. Um, she was talking about this medication that her doctor wanted to put her on. And um, she really did not want to go on that medication. Um, she had a lot of um, just values uh, decisions, but also she was concerned about side effects. And she just did not feel in her spirit that she should be taking that medication. And she felt like at the beginning of our conversation, the doctor was in control of the medication she took. And I said, does the doctor put that? medication in your mouth? Well, no. <laughs> I said, okay. Now the doctor, based on what's happening with them, they may have quotas, requirements, um, things that they need to do. So maybe they have to prescribe you that medication based on their protocol, but you don't have to put it in your mouth. You don't have to buy it. Right. And so to her, she realized, oh, what I thought was out of my control is actually in my control. Okay. So basically, you're just going to look at those two lists and say, okay, is there anything in the not acceptable category that I can accept and vice versa? And is there anything in the I'm not in control category that you're actually in control, you just don't realize it? Let this be kind of a living document. Um, let it come back to you maybe every other day or so. Spend a few minutes with it and see if you can add anything on there. Uh, this would be a great activity for some of you who are doing a traveling journal where it's a journal that you take with you wherever you go, that, that you just, you know, once or twice a day, you pull it out and see if there's anything else you can add to it. Um, but really, we're, we're asking you to step into your power and your freedom and to live a more conscious and intentional life. Okay, listen, this is very simple and not easy. Okay. It is very simple, but it's not easy. Okay. So be brave and recognize that you're undoing a lot of years of this programming that your primary caregivers gave you. And it's okay. And guess what? Screwing up is part of the process. Really, you know, when you look at it and you're like, oh man, I screwed up. It just is information. It's just data. 
to tell you that's not what you want. You want, you want less of that and more of something else. Okay. So be brave. And if you need help, let me know. Um, there are many things that I can do to help you. Uh, one of the things that I know that has been tremendously helpful for many of my clients is um, doing what, what's called a core belief balance within Psych-K. So it's a system or a process of going through, there are 13 kind of core beliefs that guide all of our life. And many of these beliefs, we are in conflict with each other. So for example, you know, when we go through and we test, um, uh, one of my clients tested strong to, I want to live, which is great. Awesome. And strong to, I want to die. Meaning that her system was very confused. Should we stay alive? Should we die? Like, um, that of, of everything else that you have going on in your life, that kind of can influence a lot of things, right? And it's directly related to what we're talking about. Am I in control? Am I not in control? Am I awesome? Am I not awesome? So there's a lot of core beliefs that we can actually go through and identify what you currently believe. We can do an activity that actually goes through and adjusts all of those subconscious beliefs so that we can ensure that you are um, right on target. And so if you know that you're going through and you're like, man, I, I, there's something that's just keeping me back in my life uh, and you'd like to do that activity, it does take about an hour. Um, and currently my, my going rate for an hour of coaching is $150. So if that's something that you're interested in, please email me. Uh, we'll talk about that and we'll, we'll just make sure that we have time in the schedule for that. Um, and, and, uh, you know, there's other options as well. So if you need help with this, let me know, but definitely try this activity. Uh, even if you only do the one that, that what's in my control and what's not in my control, that's a beautiful activity to do. Okay. So thank you so much. I know this went a little long today. I really appreciate it. Uh, and with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.